welcome to the Sioux Nation Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Jake Geis. Now, today's program, we are featuring Sioux Nation Ag Center's own vet tech, Randy Fuhrer, who works out of our Scotland location. Thank you for being on the show with us today to share us some information about what it means to be a vet tech in the livestock industry today, Randy. Absolutely. So, Randy, what made you decide to become a veterinary technician? Well, I've always liked working with animals. And growing up, I used to go on calls with Dr. Tony. Mm-hmm. And there's always this one call that I'll never forget. I was about eight years old and we went for a milk fever and went to this dairy and this cow was in pretty rough shape. She's laying there, not really responsive. And he grabs the halter, ties her up and starts IV and CMPK to her and gets one bottle in and starts a second one. And then once that one gets done, he pulls out the IV unties her and puts his hands over her like a wizard. And he tells her, rise, my child rise. <laughs> and about 30 seconds later, she hops right up. I've always <laughs> thought that was pretty cool. So I decided that's when I wanted to do something with animals. <laughs> well, I guess that's definitely impressionable on an eight year old kid. Yeah, definitely. So, I mean, obviously things have progressed since then and, now that you've been in the job for a while, what are some of the more rewarding aspects of your job? And on the other end, what's some of the more challenging parts? I'd say the most rewarding part is the clients. I really mm-hmm. enjoy our clients. Mm-hmm. I know them in and out of work, so that's nice. And then I'd say the most challenging part would be trying to be the voice for the animal and for to the client. So like sometimes the clients just don't understand the disease process or the welfare of the animal. Like they might be really attached to this horse, but the horse has cancer and it is not able to live anymore. It's not going to get better. And then you have to help them understand that this isn't good. This is only going to get worse. I, I'd agree. I, I hate that part of the job myself. Yeah. But you know, at least it's not your everyday. Yeah, that is very true. What are some parts of this job as a veterinary tech that might surprise folks that aren't part of the ag industry? One of the big things that would surprise a lot of people, I'd say, are the ag producers do not do it for the paycheck. They're out there because they love to do it. You're not going to have someone who hates agriculture that's out there in sub-zero temperatures, dragging calves through the snow and the mud and getting took by cows and getting the crap beat out of them by a cow just for a paycheck. Well, and I think maybe even to go further, you know, folks that are not in agriculture think of veterinary technicians and they think about people that help the veterinarian when they have their dog looked at. But there's a lot of differences between what you do with livestock and what they see veterinary technicians do at their vet clinic with pets, isn't there? Definitely, yes. What I, when people ask me that question, I just give them pretty much a baseline answer that when I go out to a shoot job, I don't worry about getting bit by my client. So the dogs and the cats, they'll bite and scratch. And I have a little more dangerous job as a large animal. The cows will get you. The horses will kick you. The just... The danger part of that mm-hmm. is a little different, but my niece always says I'm the cow nurse. The cow nurse. That's a fun way to put it. So that's kind of how I explain to people when they ask what is the job that I'm just pretty much a cow nurse. Boy, that's actually a really great way to put it. It's amazing how kids can be so perceptive like that. So what does your typical day look like, Randy? On a typical day, I'd say it starts out going over the upcoming appointments for the job and then getting ready for them. Mm-hmm. So we take a lot of phone calls and then we usually head out to the job. 
Mm-hmm. Then after the job is complete, we'd come back to the vet clinic, put all of our stuff away, start the billing process, get wrote down everything. And then it just kind of, it's a variety. So some days we'll deal with bloated calves. Some days we'll pull calves, prolapses, semen test bulls. There's a lot of variety. Sure. You're never really doing the same thing all the time. No, every day is a new day. What advice would you have for folks that think maybe this would be something they'd be interested in? If you like the outdoors and you like animals, I would encourage it. Um, the animals and producers make the job enjoyable. So you'll see a lot of crazy stuff and you'll find when we post animals, you'll find stuff inside them that you really didn't know was possible to happen. Like you'll find a piece of wire that goes all the way through a cow's heart. Stuff like that's really interesting. So yeah, I strongly encourage it if you're looking for a new career path. So, hey, maybe to wrap this up, without mentioning any names, what would be one of those crazy stories that you have from your time as a veterinary technician? Well, Dr. Tony and I one time went out, and I don't remember the disease, but long story short, the cow was allergic to sunlight. Oh, yeah. And the cow was shedding her skin. That was something I, that was really cool. I liked that one. That was neat. Yeah, those are really interesting to look at. I mean, the cow obviously didn't like it, but... No, no, she was not not a happy camper at that point. (laughs) I'd say so. But yeah, that's definitely something you don't see unless you get to work with a lot of animals like you do. Yeah. Hey, well, thank you very much for taking the time to talk with us here today, Randy. Appreciate your time on the podcast. You bet. And thank you to all our listening audience out there. We'll take care, folks. 